1: Hello everybody and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore and sitting next to me is...
2: Hey, kind of virtually next to you. What's up? It's Lee Kimbrell of the new Nasty Boys. Hello, Nasty Boys and girls across the whole wide world. Billy, how do you think they're doing? I think they're great. I think they're doing. We get, that was a longer pause than usual, man. Yeah, we're getting used to this little oh. zoom. Even if there's like a half second of lag, as much as I know your sweet, melodic tone in your voice, it still feels weird, man. I wish I could, you know see your sweat.
1: Yeah, I've got a nice, nice glaze going.
2: You do have a bit of a glisten on the cheek right there, man.:
1: I think it's also the natural light coming in from the skylight hitting the cheek. Plus the lights in here. So
2: the Porium, dude. You do chill up in an attic, essentially.
1: Yeah, and it's a. Uh, I'm. It's. It's weird. I'm not sweaty, and I'm not. Well, I showered last night after softball, but I shouldn't be like,
2: gross. Yeah, I, mean, I took a shower too. I smell fine. The shower after softball yesterday. That was just mud.
1: Oh, dude, it was. My shirt was is still stiff. Well, I think,
2: I think you and I were the only two to, like, hit the ground at any period of time. Yeah. Like, you were over there at first base having to catch every errant throw that came your way, yeah. <laughs> diving all over the place. Yeah, no, it was fun. Just stretching out hard. Stretching out so fucking hard. I mean, we'll, we can talk about that now. We can go back into it. I mean, you know, it, point of point of the whole pod is that we're back. We're, we're talking baseball. There's actual baseball to talk about. We actually yep. got to watch baseball players play baseball. I know. It's so crazy. And, and it was weird watching, you know, team interleague and stuff. But I mean, dude, it's the new way of the world, baby. Fuck it. Yeah. I'll watch Garrett Cole pitch to Aaron Judge. Are you kidding me?
1: That's a great matchup. I don't care. Hell yeah. I'll watch, I'll watch Giancarlo stand and hit uh, Tanaka in the face every
2: day. Bro, I didn't even watch that video. I'm not yeah. good at those yeah. videos.
1: Slight concussion, I- totally fine.
2: They're just so scary. I know. And no. every time you see one of those line drive back of the pitcher videos, you're just reminded that it could happen every single pitch.
1: Oh, yeah. and Every
2: single pitch.
1: And it's crazy to think, like, you know, Tanaka got lucky and he just, like, had a mild concussion. But think about, like, who was it that had a quarter of an inch of their face set back? Yeah. Like – uh, that, that can just happen to anybody at any time Like it's so unpredictable Even just How I'm not, not you, talking about baseball I'm talking about walking outside A bird could dodge down at you at 50 miles an hour From the sky yeah. in the face And push you back Yeah. Uh, push your face back like a quarter of an inch So like my dad used to work with this guy Who made his own potato guns
2: Spotlight Where's this story going Bill? <laughs>
1: who would have thought where it's gonna, where, Who would think where this is going to end up this guy um was sitting on his couch and he was like playing with his spud launcher and he's like i think i got it i think i got cleared it because like he couldn't it wasn't igniting so how you make it is you just get like a couple pvc pipes one's bigger than the other and then you screw it in the bottom and it creates a chamber and then you fill that with hairspray
2: hairspray which is an accelerant
1: it's, yeah, and then you just, the, then you would add an igniter, like you build that in, and then you just press it, and it basically <sighs> makes and creates that, with that pressure, and then the fire... An
2: explosion.
1: Right, it's basically the same thing that how an engine works, and then yeah. it fires off the fucking potato into hillbilly land, or wherever you that fire... That is out.
2: wild. Your shit. I mean, like, I've, I've been privy to many a potato gun.
1: Same. Of so, course you have,
2: dude. You've got this story.
1: Well, okay, aside from this story, I mean... Jake and I used to do that the farm when we were in high school where we would build dumb shit. But anyway, guy's sitting on his couch and just looking at it. He's like, I think it's just jammed in there. And then he fucking hit the button and the potato from like point blank just nailed him in the eye and his, it pushed his eye back a fourth of an inch and then changed the shape of his face, which ironically made him look, look more like a potato
2: god damn dude that is not playing around
1: no and uh and i i i bet he would never do that again
2: we've talked about it yeah dude that's a pretty good bet man what do you bet that uh eventually the game will change and pitchers will have uh face masks on
1: Ooh, man those clips from that baseballer ig was sick so i'm
2: i would i would say sooner than later it would be pretty cool, man, and uh, I tell you what, that would be a pretty wacky prop bet to bet on, but as we're talking about the schedules coming out, that means life baseball is on the way, and guess what that means, baby? There's no going we- to be no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betonline.ag. Live sports are fucking back. It's so exciting. They're slowly making its way back. The NBA is uh, returning in late July. We've got baseball returning in late July right now, currently. You got the UFC, boxing, NASCAR. You got soccer over across the pond. They've all resumed play, and Bet Online has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. So if you need more, Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our super devout gamblers out there to check out, like Gabe Kia. I, for one, think that Andrew Rudick should be simulating those games. He's a professional Madden player. BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. So, scratch that ambling, gambling itch. Visit BetOnline.ag on your computer or your mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. Boom, baby. Sports are back. Go Nailed spend some in. money on them.
1: Yeah. Now, do yeah, remember... Mean, some,
2: like, we were talking... Go ahead, I, I, go okay, ahead.
1: okay, so remember in like, wasn't it like late 90s, early 2000s for the All-Star game? Fox did that. They put a camera on a catcher's helmet.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, we've had that technology. Like, I don't understand why it's never clicked. I don't Just get do why it's it. not a normal thing. I know. That's another fun angle. I mean, maybe it's the audio or what they pick up. But honestly, at this point, after watching MLS last night and they didn't have any feed it in crowd sound, like, and players are cursing, you know who gives a fuck just let it fly and let's let's hear everything just let it
2: fly at this point who fucking cares let yeah. the humanity really go dude.
1: right like like when we saw this year with during spring training when they had like players in the dugouts mic'd up and and they were so out fun it. It, was the, it was the best i'm like okay you've made these people human like and it adds another layer to the game kind of like what the xfl did where they mic'd up the referees and like the coaches they could talk to them during the game i'm like this is this is sick i'm into this make sports more transparent and whatever a 26 27 year old guy out on the field is gonna say fuck great that's gonna happen
2: let your kids learn it sooner than later it's so true man i couldn't agree more like baseball is so obsessed with trying to like convert the casual fan that's not it's 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 just it's barely gonna happen just have the casual fans that you have right now, turn them into the hardcore fans. Yeah. And then there are so many hardcore fans. Like, right. not across the board. If you look at the numbers, it's um, easily 1.6%, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's like 700,000 people. That's great. You know, just let them be obsessed with it. I don't think they're going to black out any games this year. And uh, I think oh. that the casual fan will, you know, come over and watch these games. Yeah, because what the fuck else are they going to watch? And you know, until the NBA starts back up, but even then, people are not. The sports fan in this country needs to be satiated. You know, yes,
1: and, and, basically, and yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here watching the interleague stuff on Twitter, right? And then I'm click clacking on my computer for work, and then I look up on my at my TV, and I'm watching Premier League soccer. I mean, I like. Don't get me wrong. Like, I I watch I watch it when it's on. But now it's, I yeah. have a set. I have a set schedule. I'm like, cool. There's a game at one fifteen, three fifteen. There's the pr- the pre shows at twelve fifteen today. Like I'm locked in because there's nothing else. Like I would be watching day baseball, but yeah. since that's not a thing right now, I'm just yeah. locked in. Like, oh, I didn't know that Terry Henry didn't play in the Premier League anymore. And
2: they're like, yeah, yeah exactly. He he, ten years ago, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And we talked about it with at the podcast before, but like the the ratings obviously go up during playoff baseball and now every game is going to have a bit of a playoff intensity to it yeah so i mean it's i don't don't know i think that this it's an opportunity for people (coughs) to give a fuck about baseball again because it's a small snapshot right it's small snapshot hopefully the stars will be you know On a pedestal, and we'll perform, and we'll get to see them more and more every night. And it will have to be like more, there will have to be more coverage. I don't know. Oh,
1: yeah. And speaking of giving people opportunities, following the senseless murders of Ahmaud Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and countless other black community members at the hands of police officers, we want to ensure that we can make a tangible impact on those communities as we grow. Armchair Media will be issuing four $500 scholarships per semester to black aspiring creatives
2: four of them four of them not they one. they upped it not two. they four. upped it it's
1: awesome if you've ever been dismissed as having an unrealistic career path lee and i um if you've ever butted cool. heads with your parents or teachers because they don't recognize exactly what you want to do with your life if you have awesome, to refresh yourself or put your work into, into the world due to potential backlash we strongly strongly encourage you to apply we recognize that there are creatives out there that may have bypassed college to pursue other avenues, who didn't get into college because their passions didn't translate to college testing, or who did not have access to the financial means to pay for college. This is why there are only three requirements for eligibility. One, black creative. Two, under the age of 21. Three, submit a project, graphic design, photography, writing, audio, video, journalism, creative writing, etc. cetera. Two, scholarship at armchairallamericans.com. Do it! Yay.
2: Yay! So, if you're a young black creative, come on! You're probably not listening to this podcast. I would. But if you know one, on. and I know, I know some of you guys do, then holler at them. Send it their way.
0: Yeah. Send most- it,
2: Send one of us a DM, and we'll send you the actual like document, and you know, with all the email and everything on it. Let's try to try to get you know send that money to someone who could use it.
1: Yeah, and, and it's there. I mean, if it's if they're if It's just sitting there waiting for anyone to apply.
2: Fuck. Yeah, baby.
1: But, yeah. Solid read. Thank you. I stumbled once, but I felt good about it overall. We're Uh, all going
2: to stumble, baby. We're all going to stumble, especially in these times.
1: Um, But, no, I mean, it's just completely, like, we've talked about before, too, a couple months ago when they could have gotten it together. Like, they could have also exposed more fans to baseball. But, you know, owners be owners.
2: Owners going to owner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you know who owned the diamond last night?
2: Your boys did, baby. Yeah, we did. The Please red team. Me. The red team, man. We've talked about it throughout the years on the pod. Billy comes through with his updates, man. Well, I got to join the squad because another Billy, not, not Billy number one in our hearts. You're apparently Billy number two or Billy two. You were the second Billy.
1: I am technically Billy Jean.
2: Billy Jeans, because why?
1: Well, Meister, the guy I used to work with, uh, we were at work and he was like, hey man, we're playing softball tonight. I was like, okay, well, I don't have any shorts. He's like, well, we're leaving now to go get food and then we're going to go play. I was like, well, I don't... He's like, well, we made cut-off shorts as a joke because it was so hot in our space at the Old Hyde Park store. And we just were like, solidarity, jean shorts. Like, day And I man we rocked them, and we posed out against the van and they posted it on the website like this the boys of Cincy Sheriff we were going to make a calendar but yeah uh, that, that would have been too hot you know we don't want to make too many people horny Billy jeans and so I pulled the shorts I made out of my desk put them on and went and played softball everyone's like Are you fucking wearing jean shorts I'm like mm-hmm I
2: uh, am yeah, first and impression <laughs> that's
1: all I got they're like all right Billy jeans you're eighth in the lineup I was like great so funny so that's it's not the best story it makes sense but i'm billy jeans
2: that's awesome man i love it <laughs> and then uh and that was how many years ago like two years ago three so you've been on that team for a minute
1: yeah it's been yeah three years it's kind of crazy i, I mean i didn't expect it to even happen this year to be yeah honest. you're like
2: a veteran
1: yeah and my swing is still i'm still not cracking it but in How many hole. games
2: have you guys played?
1: Fuck, I've played in four now, and I had to miss two. So, so we played for six
3: weeks now.
2: Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I was definitely picking up on a little shade from the other team that I showed up. Oh, yeah, they were pissed. Yeah, I think they were. They definitely were. They were I like, noticed it,
1: it. And even the orange guys at the end when they were leaving, they're like, who the fuck is this ringer? Where did you find him?
2: Oh, man. Oh, man it was like it was so fun it was officially i think like the first softball hard, you know slow pits beer league softball game i've ever played in i did have a good performance a good a... good is underselling <laughs> the fuck out of it you
3: you had two dingers
2: two home runs yeah two home runs a sack fly and an rbi single yeah you had like, a nice third base
1: yeah you you uh you you played a real nice third you saved a couple runs and you had a couple beautiful plays
2: yeah i think i I don't know man it was uh it was so much fucking fun and i took a lot of pleasure especially because you could tell that those guys were salty and they were salty at you because i was your friend
1: yeah just like who the fuck who, who the fuck is this guy i
2: was like yeah and i showed up like high you know just like <laughs> Smoked smoked a joint on the way there and uh was just seeing the ball nice. Just just kind of sitting in there and I, I did get into a couple. That first one was a tater. Yeah, it was a huge tater.
1: Like I think that might be my move because I get a little anxious when I get up there and then I'm like, I just gotta get into the hole. And my grandpa's teachings of just hitting the ball down come back into my head.
3: So yeah.
1: I'm, I'm like, okay. because um, I I golf great hot. Huh? I mean, the last time I golfed, I it was the front nine, terrible. I was like plus eight.
2: And smoked then, a little like, weed.
1: Smoked a little weed. Back nine minus three. I was like, what the fuck?
2: We need to golf, bro. I know. I played one round of golf and you know been hitting up hitting the ball a little bit uh, down in Lexington, and I need to get some clubs up here. That's a fun, socially distant friendly uh, activity. Yeah, but yeah, dude. The boys performed. We were on the corners. I was third base. Billy was third, uh, first base. And I mean, it was it was so fucking great. We won thirteen to twelve. We went into the uh, we were the away team. Went to the top of the last inning, down twelve to seven. Scored six runs and then went out and then one, two, three in the next inning. They were so salty. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, because Josh went up to lead it off, and that guy just went four for four. He didn't – Oh, like, God. What he does.
2: Such a beautiful swing.
1: Yeah. Josh had then, like – I think all of us, but, like, two – like, everyone at least got on.
2: Hit it hard.
1: It hit hard. Well, one person didn't get on. I grounded somebody out
2: to move the runners. Well, I mean, you – Ate up the shortstop who was some pretty boy with the nice flow and the cleats and everything and you know
1: with the, the... fucking smoke show on the sideline. Oh my
2: god. Purcell Marion uh, alumni game like 2016. This kid was fucking like 21 years old and the boys went out and got his ass. Yeah.
1: Mm. Got yeah, it. We did. God it
2: felt so good, man.
1: Speaking of feeling good, are you still sore?
2: Oh my god. <laughs> Rudy and I, this morning or this afternoon, did like two or three healing yoga sessions like to relieve back pain and groin pain and hip pain and stuff. So I feel a little better. But I don't know. Something in my right foot is a little loose. It definitely hurts.
1: Well, do you you remember what it was from? Was it from a dive? Was it?
2: No telling. That slide, maybe. On the Mm -hmm. last run I scored, I slid. And the only reason I slid is because that big bald catcher was doing that old kind of bush league thing where you go like that and act like the ball's coming in. Yeah. And I didn't want my gourd to get split by a softball, uh, you know, so I just hit the deck so I wouldn't get hit. And I don't even, I don't even think the ball was close.
1: No. And that guy, he's a motherfucker. I love him to death,
2: but he is, but he's such a motherfucker. He just, he didn't swing at a single pitch. He just sat there and bitched about the pitching and took four walks. Yeah. Like, dude, why the fuck are you even here? Swing the bat.
1: He just likes to stand on the sidelines and chirp. Yeah. That's his move. And he's hilarious. Like, you know, it's behind the dish. He'll, uh, he'll joke with you because he was like, I was joking with your boy. And I was like, yep. And I just went up there and hit a fucking single.
2: Yeah, they were talking to me the entire time.
1: Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to get a feel for you, trying to get in your head, and you're like, mm, that's not happening.
2: Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> know that's fine, dude.
1: That's God, it was so much fun. We it's really great. did. And now they're now the even Josh when he was walking towards the mountain, he's like, so this guy's coming back every week, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We're and back, baby.
1: He's like, you know that sets us up in the playoffs with like they were like, they put Billy at third, Nate at short, me probably at second because that's normally what I've been playing this year or at first. And then like with Josh, I mean the whole t- everyone can hit. Like that's yeah,
2: the whole team can clear everybody hit. cleans up. Yeah. So it's gonna be nasty. Like well, you got you guys won the league last year. Yeah. See, that's sick.
1: Yeah. Last year we won it year before we were in the finals.
2: So pretty yeah. loose. It was so fun, man. Also, there was like an audience
1: oh yeah and they're into it they get into it once it gets down to the wire they were talking some shit i love how we you you and i were both are both trained you said audience and i'm like yeah that audience was there and i'm like yeah. nope, that's, a crowd.
3: that's a small yeah, it's crowd It's not
1: an
2: audience it's a small crowd in a park people walking out of backyards and stuff it's so awesome man. it's
1: it's great it and like that P ridge that's why i like it up there i mean it's it's like if i were if you're like hey you have to you you have to move out tomorrow and buy a house. i will be like probably Pleasant Ridge. I mean, it's a cool neighborhood with just like cool blue collar people and like an awesome like a great little inner inner strip for for bars and breweries, you know? Yeah, no,
2: it's got its own little thing. I mean, the overlook, it's cool.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. Rel-
2: relatively close to the club. Yeah.
1: That's the other thing. You're there and like to the club in 10 minutes.
2: So, that was what was surprising is it's like it was it's like what, 12 12- Minutes from your place? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not far away at all.
1: No, it's perfect. It's like just far enough away. What are you eating? Ritz, Ritz crackers? Yeah.
2: Sorry if it's too crunchy. Man. No, no, I no, no, no. Not at all.
1: Ritz is it. like the perfect party cracker.
2: It's so good. Do
1: You got any ham or cheese? I've been
2: eating a lot of. Here's what I've been eating. I got a bunch of ground beef. Nice. Then I've just been patting out burgers. Nice. Seasoning them up. And then I eat burgers with pita bread and hummets.
1: Ooh, that's a good It's one. great.
2: It's great. You can just season them up however you want. I mean, I'm no Billy with the beef, but I can eat. You know, I've been eating.
1: Being a beef boy.
2: I mean, can you just give us a little bit, give, give the nasty boys and girls a little taste of your love for the Big Green egg. First, this is Mike's crunchy snack. Oh bro, you've got Morgan on that. She's got a bag of that over at the place.
1: Dude, it's the best.
2: No, yeah. it is. It is an excellent treat.
1: Yeah. Fourth of a cup, you're looking at 10 grams of carbs. That's a perfect crunch. I'm
2: I'm
1: <laughs> I'm done. You got me. Well, hook line and stinker.
2: Hook um, line and stink. So
1: yeah, I went and fucking reloaded my my uh uh got some charcoal, pulled some more meat out. This week has been one for the ages i'll tell you that
2: go on baby
1: well where did i start um oh i mean tuesday night i made steaks that were mm, (laughs) so good (laughs) there i mean i i've talked about how i've cooked steaks every way Soupy. i've done the fucking cast iron i've done you're good at it man thank you it's kind of it's my wheelhouse it's like an eat but steaks like once you get them down it's so easy to continue to replicate that's why steak houses are so popular yeah because they you know once you have your thing and you 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 stick to that method you can't fuck it up and if you get a good cut of meat and a consistent cut of meat you're in you're this.
2: just gonna be eating good
1: right and think about the things that go with steak like it's all like you know you've got your seafood food of course which you can mark up but, like, it's other shit, that's so easy, like mashed potatoes, green beans. I'm like, you're not going crazy, asparagus. No. You're never- asparagus
2: is cheap, dude. So cheap. Peppers, so cheap.
1: Yeah. So it's so easy. Um, Did you make a sandwich now? Oh, no. No, I didn't make a sandwich. Got it. Well, you kind of – well, it could be a wrap.
2: It's a wrap. Come on. So- <laughs> I'm so sore, dude.
1: I know. But – uh, so I made some grass fed steaks, some ribeyes and, okay. shri- rib and a ribeye and a strip. And what I've been doing is a new technique I picked up, reverse searing it, which means I put on mm. my indirect plate, drop that fucker in, get it up to 225 degrees, 250 in between there. And I just smoke them. That's hot. Until they're, it's actually not hot, which is the trick.
2: Because you get it really hot.
1: Because then I get it really hot. And I put some hickory in there, and then it starts smoking, and it gets all that flavor. And then I my plate, <laughs> and I fucking crank the heat up to 650, 700. Put on that cast iron, and it sizzles. Fucking ah!
2: 650 yeah. or 700? Yeah.
1: On that, that is minute hot. Minute, minute and a half. Flip. Minute and a half. Pull it. Done. Let it rest for ten minutes, and they're beautiful.
0: They are a
2: ten minutes. Would you say, I mean, obviously, there are so many important parts, but would you say that the most um, – the part that people forget or fuck up the most is not resting the meat? Yes. Because because you're so hungry and you want to eat it, but resting it is so important, yeah?
1: Yeah, because it locks in those juices. It'd be like – so if you, uh, if you got out like a Capri Sun and then you missed the hole and you just kept drinking and you just squeezed it. Right. And, and when you squeeze, you try and finish it, you're actually leaving all that juice in the bottom of the pouch. It'd be like that. Yeah. It's just, well, or like if you got a Chipotle burrito and you immediately took it out of the foil and you just held it and just start eating it, it it falls apart. Right. That's the same yeah. concept. It's just trapping and keeping all them in and it's still cooking.
2: So, oh, yeah, Bill. Hold on. Let me, let me show you. Hey, keep talking. I'm just going to show you this butter that Morgan introduced me to. Oh is that like that
1: chive butter? It's like No,
2: this- it's this shit.
3: Ooh, Kerrygold
2: pure Irish butter. Okay. It's mi- milk from grass-fed cows. It is a-, a salty. Oh my god, it is so fucking good. Dude. Some of you I've
1: can't been- see it. Some of you are listening. I bust out a new pack of pens to write down Kerrygold Irish butter.
2: Oh, it is ri- Kerrygold. Kerrygold Irish butter. Grass-fed cows, dude, it is so fucking good. I've been eating, like, I got these little, like, you know, just beef cutlets. They just add so much flavor.
1: Yeah. I'm into it. Ooh, this pen's, oh, I've I've used one of these before, the Bic Gelosity.
2: Oh, excellent pen.
1: Excellent pen.
2: Um, Have you been writing, speaking of that?
1: Bits and pieces, I've just been so- I mean,
2: ish, that's not a loaded question. I'm you know, just saying, like, are you in... You know, there are shows feasible. You run Fireside. You run, you know, Max is a show that you have had to, like, prep for and then cancel. And, I mean, you know, give me a little update on comedy for you.
1: Well, for me, it's like... It, the last month and a half have just been
2: an absolute bummer. A complete cock tease.
1: Right, and it's been... And not even a cock tease. It feels like I've just... In, just someone got a rubber fist, no lube, and put it directly into my asshole. So bits and pieces, my brain's not exactly in that state. But I think what needs to happen is we need to have a date on the calendar, and then it yeah. all comes back. You know what I mean? That's
2: it's so true, man. When you have a day on the calendar, you just revert back to how you used to get ready for a show. Yeah, and 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 it's like something. It, even though you haven't done it for a really long time when it comes time to do it you're still more equipped to do it than they, than anyone else exactly you know exactly like it, that's what i told myself because i did i performed a little bit i missed the pod i had to be i was on a phone the very last you know it was awesome but, uh, yeah and it was great it was a good episode last week we missed danny I can't wait to keep up with fucking Coach Salmon on the <laughs> podcast. Jesus Christ, what a treat. But, uh, no, when you, you – yeah, just remember that, that, like, whenever you get back to comedy, even though you are ill-prepared, you are still more prepared than most people.
1: Well, right, like, when we did that little thing, um, and I was – COVID growing, Fest? COVID Fest 2020, and fucking – that first night, I, it didn't even feel like I missed a beat. Like I was, I had my set and I knew what I was going to do, the stuff I'd kind of been working on. Yeah. And then I pieced it together. I was like, oh, this is it. Here we go. Cool. And it worked. No, you, but,
2: you just, you're still the most capable person in the room. Right. You know, as, as a comedian with your audience. And it's like, you just got to remember that. Not in some egotistical way, but when you're like looking at these people and you're like, oh, m- fuck, I'm the one with the microphone. Oh yeah, that's right. The context of this is that I speak and they laugh. Yeah. It's daunting. It's 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 always been daunting. But then when you take a break and then you get back up there and these people are just staring back up, you're just like, "Yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, yeah. you gotta make me laugh." They're like, "I um,
3: <clears throat> continue."
2: Yeah, hopefully they're not coughing too loud. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I had I had some lady and because uh, I performed last weekend at Comedy Off Broadway down in Lexington, and there was some lady. Who, uh, she, you know, I don't, it, whatever. That she wasn't sick, but uh, she took an ice cube the wrong way and just coughed for like 20 seconds.
3: Ooh. And I mean,
2: I had to address it. I was just like, I was like, yo, I know you're choking on your vodka soda, but you gotta, you really, really gotta try to stifle yeah. it, man. Dude, cough, I've done it a couple times, man. You're just yeah. like out at Kroger and you hit your stupid little vape and then you cough and then you realize like the, what that could mean to people. Like oh. cough guilt is such a new thing.
1: Oh, for sure. Like I was uh, on Sunday, we took an Uber from the ballpark to back here, you know, all masked up. Everything was safe. She had whites and whatever. We were all safe as fuck, you know, same old, same old. And, um, and I, when I sat down, I got like a tickle in my throat and I was like, I cannot cough. In this stranger's car, <laughs> like I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, I got my mask on. Do I roll down the wind? Like I, was like, <laughs> I, just, I
3: just ate it. I was like, <laughs> <"Yeah."> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I just kept
1: swallowing, just, just trying to generate anything.
2: God, and 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 then yeah. at that. Point, you are really gambling because yeah. when you're doing that at any point, the dam can just collapse and you can just have a complete coughing episode. Yeah, Brutus <laughs> and Anub just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just out of your hands at that point.
3: And it even got
1: to the point where I'm thinking, like, we're taking a turn at like 15 miles an hour. And I was like, if I just open this door and roll out, we'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be totally fine. Man. I might get a bruise, but guess what? A couple scrapes. And guess what? I'm not coughing in Tamaria's car.
2: Man, the, it's been weird, just the change of the day-to-day, like, you know, the cough thing. But also, I take my temperature every single day. Really? Yeah. I had gone from, like, I don't know, if you know, a handful of times maybe I'd taken my own temperature. But beforehand, the only people that were taking my temperature were my mom and my doctor mm-hmm. and like now i just i've got it in my glove uh it's like in my fucking cup holder my car it's like a little head thermometer and i just hit it every day if for no other reason just for self-assuredness to just be like thank god my body meat is 98.6 degrees you know exactly. whatever the fuck that means you know it's, like, <laughs> it's also above my head but it's just uh, i don't know it's reassuring man like, yeah, you know, people. Yeah, it's just reassuring. It's a scary fucking time for it, sure.
1: It is definitely the most scary. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It just, I. So I'm a pretty regular guy. I'm always ninety-eight six. And there I thought you were
2: talking much. about your pooping schedule. Pooping schedule is pretty regular. I would imagine so, especially with healthy Bill. Yeah, I did have a really weird poop this
1: week, though. It was bizarre that's right monday i made italian sausages
2: on the big green egg and yeah i think you threatened to eat one of them raw the night before during a pretty heavy night of drinking uh
1: i wouldn't doubt it yeah (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't doubt it yes i clearly don't remember because it was a heavy night of drinking it was a
2: heavy night yeah which is
1: you know weekend normal um but yeah they were so
2: you're talking about regular 98.6
1: regular 98.6 oh and i had a weird dump where it was like hard and it came out it took a while and all of a sudden i was getting ready to get up and i was like wait i'm having diarrhea now there's no reason just a complete shift in gears
2: really wow so weird interesting
1: yeah it was like uh it was like did you take samples I did not take samples. I did not. Do, I did not. <laughs> I did not sift for gold, if you will. What I did was I. Uh, I looked at the toilet. And I was like, "Oh, this is like one of those fucking mixed bags of every fucking Kroger cereal in the big bags."
2: Yeah, there it is.
1: If you seen there was that Kroger cereal, it's like all of the different cereals, like Smackjacks or whatever that guy's Applejacks. All of them mixed together.
2: Yeah. Oh wow. That was like my poop. Oh man, <laughs> interesting. A little jack of all trades.
1: Yeah. It, a, it was, a,
2: cor- a cornucopia. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, Something uh, about corn. Corn, that's pretty good. You can never some go wrong. Cor- with-
2: some, some kind of corn pun. Cornucopia is pretty good. Cornucopia is pretty good.
3: Uh, that's a
2: funny meme, is like Nick Lachey 98.6 degrees, like with a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> you can just
1: taking his temperature. It's like, uh.
2: yeah. Come on down to the It's a completely failed bar.
1: Yeah, and come get better pizza at Taglio.
2: Yeah, Taglio. Oh, man. If Dude, only that... we could just fuck around. It's Thursday night. I could go do my spot. We could, you would be hosting a mic. We could uh, just, I could just go to your mic. We could dick around at Mike's, eat some pizza. Max. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's all wish. It's, I don't know. At that point, what am I even doing besides just being sad, but
1: yeah well with the thing with okay so i'll just talk about it here i don't don't care um next week they wanted max wants to do it and like i'm cool like i they've been great this whole time they've been extremely supportive of chris seamer and i and they wanted to do it last week and i i mean i was paranoid because i mean of course like we had a spike in hamilton county we are now a red county as in we have to wear masks when we go outside let alone stepping into a bar to me seems terrifying, and not because of what the bar staff does or the owners or the managers. It's none of that. It's the people who come in, and that's what scares the shit out of me the most. Is like someone comes in, they don't even know they could be asymptomatic, or they just develop symptoms while sitting there, and then they just start hacking away, or sneeze, and then it fills the whole place up. Those droplets get in the air conditioning, and then it. Fucking floats around that's horrifying and i don't know if i would want if i I would feel the most guilty if like i booked somebody to do max that that thursday and then that happens and someone gets sick and it's it's not my fault but there is still a guilt that is held onto my shoulders right
2: no i mean i get that especially as like a booker I mean, I have, of course, I felt that guilt when, um, you know, we had the house show over at my place. I mean, like, ultimately, that guilt, it's, everything is so big and scary and unknown that it's human nature to try to point at something and point at it being, you know, guilty, you know. In that case, the house show was guilty. I mean, to your point, like, to go through it and you know, have a bar show and promote a bar show. And I mean, then that's a whole different level of culpability. And I get that. And I completely understand you not wanting to put that on your shoulders, man. Yeah. Like, dude, I've been dark throughout all of this shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's scary to put yourself out there. I'm going and doing a bar show spot tonight. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be wearing a mask when I'm inside. And, but I mean, I'm a comic. I'm not there to go and hang out. I'm yep. just, I am, I've got this sickness in my head where I need to be on stage and she it's not, and it's made me do a whole lot more <laughs> irresponsible shit in my life, you know? So I'm gonna be outside hitting my fucking, uh, my own fate pin, you know? Yeah. And I'll be uh, outside with my friends, bullshitting.
1: Yeah. Away. Wearing a the
2: mask. When I go inside, I'm gonna perform. Um for my ten minutes. Yeah. I will roll my dice as a man to not wear a mask and perform.
1: Right. Well it's also the thing with you, like you're in there for ten minutes and then you can go out back onto that patio. Yeah. And then you're out. You're out you're out in the open. That that seems ideal to me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not, yeah, I mean, I, I can only be as safe as I can, yeah. but I'm going to go and do the show. I would imagine up there in Montgomery, the folks who come out to that show, it will be split about 50-50 people in the crowd wearing masks, and right. then the other half of them laughing at the idea of masks. And I think people that are laughing at the idea of masks are just fools and they're yeah. rude. I mean, it comes down to the, it comes down to like rude. Like, that's rude. Yeah. Like, none of us are scientists. Mm-hmm. You know, no one can truly like do a dissertation on some mask shit, but just wear it and be a decent human being. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just wear it. Obviously, they're safer if it's fucking, if it's spread from or the spittle then put something to block it. No shit. And if you think it's a hoax and if you want to look at the numbers and say, oh, it's just 1% of people to die and it's like, you know, whatever. That's true. It could evolve. Um, then just, you're just being an asshole. Yep. And, but, and people are allowed to be assholes. And I understand that this asshole decision can in turn put other people in danger. Right. But
1: what, I don't know. I mean, what you said about the masks, like look at Japan, they crushed it they're done they're well over.
2: japan japan has they've been wearing masks for 50 fucking years
1: exactly that was my point i'm like they two two point 280 people in, in that entire country died from it. now i understand like people like japan small island sure but look at tokyo they are all stacked on top of each other
2: and like, well it's tiny but, i mean yeah culturally japan like they don't touch each other like, yeah, it's disrespectful. They're not kissing each other. They're not holding hands. Like, you know, it's a whole thing, of course. But like, you would see student, you would see kids at like exchange students and college. Mm-hmm. If they were from an Asian country, they would be wearing a mask during like flu season or something.
3: Mm-hmm. And it,
2: you would be like, "Gosh, that's so weird." But it's just like culturally, if you get the sniffles or if you get the cold, something where like a sickness. Oh but you can operate and go to work and do fine. It's just a common courtesy to wear a mask. Yeah. You know, like I'm fully prepared to just wear a mask, just have one readily available for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, it's probably the new fucking normal, man. Like there's a new virus cooking up right now. Yeah. You know, that. like there's all there's always one. Well, I'm saying like a literally a new swine flu. Mm-hmm. Like the CDC in places like, the most most people are i don't know most things that i've read have said that this was an inevitability yep you know like this was simply going to happen the more people that were on this planet you know this was going to happen and clearly every way that this has been handled for essentially the first time in the modern world right like we had the one in 1917 we had the spanish flu Right. there's certainly been pandemics in spots of the world but like international not epidemic but international pandemic yeah. unprecedented and it's been completely fucking crumbled and uh of course it has right
1: because the powers
2: that the, because the powers at hand have never really been challenged you know like and uh it, we just see that they're incompetent like oh, yeah, both okay. sides of the aisle fully incompetent Right. and obviously you know where we stand the guy the guy in charge of it all is just a goddamn monster and and, and, uh, and he's the worst person in it to do it but yeah I don't know
1: but Japan straight up said today they're like oh yeah we had 280 people die at then um, they are now they're like oh we don't have to do enact social distancing anymore like the virus is gone from our country I'm like that's pretty cool Same with New Zealand I mean I don't know it's just if we would have done something sooner and would have been smart about it and actually done something in January.
2: And there were big pockets of the United States who did do that. Right. And I mean, ultimately, I don't know. It's a, it is definitely a side effect of, of people living in a country that they've been able to live free and do whatever they want to be able to. Yeah. You know, people in Japan, like, it would never occur to them to not listen to their government. Yeah. Ever. Ever. But American, it's, like, kind of, like, that's what's so weird about all of these people who hate the BLM movement and hate wanting to take power away from the government. It's, like, the most American thing is, like, hating the fucking government. Exactly. Like, these motherfuckers who like the Confederacy, like the only reason they like the Confederate flag, the only reason they like it is because it's hateful because if they actually, like the heritage of it was they were seceding from the United States. Right. Like, like break, like fuck the government. I don't know. Like I know. weird thing. It's so weird. So much contradiction. We're living in the age of just, just contradiction and so much happening. And yeah and everything Just, changes every 6 minutes
1: and we don't even know everything
2: changes every 6 minutes it's fucking scary man it's very scary i don't know yeah but yeah so risk your life come and see me at the village tavern tonight yeah
1: and we might or might not do max next week so
2: i, but, I mean dude i would vote no dude that's kind of what i'm thinking too i mean cuz they I would don't lean have an outdoor no. space i would lean no there's no outdoor space
1: none and um but a meeting with fireside um on friday tomorrow so we're trying to figure out
2: how we could do it fireside could be done with the with the doors open or do you know anything is it what's the business okay you know the parking lot where you park to go to fireside
3: yeah if you like
2: if you walk back into like the if you're if fireside is at your back if you Mm -hmm. the back right corner if you walk back there's like a huge outdoor space yeah like a stage, I don't know if that's a bar or who's who's that is, but.
1: Well, there's also across the street, there's there's a park and they were kind of thinking about doing something too, but I I guess that's owned by like every, that's something that's gonna be on the table. That's something that's going to be discussed. I mean, that totally makes sense. Like if they were to do, like if they were to have some pies, like you could order pies there, get a text or something and go pick it up, I don't know, and whatever. And then carry out beers there, whatever.
2: The sad reality of it is, is that nothing is 100% safe until there's a vaccine. Right. And some people are fully in the camp of just like, you know, shut down everything until there's a vaccine or until we can flatten the curve. Right. And I mean, the, you know, and I get it, but.
1: Well, I got you know. booked to do a show. Finally, I have a date on the calendar, 8 8 um, in I think Rockford, Kentucky, and they have five acres at this place. And it's gonna be outdoors. There's space and everybody out. Like you can bring like you have to bring your own chair or blanket. And then there's like six you have to be six feet apart from people. Yeah. I'm like that's perfect. That's the that's the move. Like that's what we have to live with right now. And it's summer. Come on. Like summer show at 7 30, sun starting to go down, I'm in
2: yeah it'd be dope. makes sense. That I, on Wednesday, I did a, a show at a brewery in Lexington, and it was outside.
1: Oh yeah, with yeah it was
2: great. Yeah, with Mike Fields and Jeremiah, and it was uh, it was fucking awesome. It
1: looked like great. it was
2: originally set up outside in the back, like super you know, it was like a whole different setup for the show, and then out front there was a tent for like you know regular brewery attendees. Mm-hmm. And it poured and it poured down the rain and then we just transitioned and just did it under the tent. And mm-hmm. com- co- co- we just comedians stood like inside the door. Mm-hmm. Comedians were sequestered inside, masked up, stood inside the door. We switched out mics. Everybody was out there underneath the tent at their own table. I mean, it was outdoor was is thing. the safest way to do
1: it. Yep. And we have the ability and the capability. It's just um
2: And Cincinnati has the acute uh, advantage of having trained at brouhaha every year.
1: Exactly.
2: Motherfucker, we've been telling jokes outside. You've done, like, what? Like, literally 20 brouhaha sets? That's a low number. Yeah, crazy. There's one year I did eight sets. Oh, yeah, right, because it used to be three days.
1: Yeah, and there'd be an open mic after, and sometimes I'd fill in on other stages, and I was always just, like, ready to go.
2: Fuck yeah, dude.
1: I'd be standing by, like, Hammer or Mikey, and they'd be like, oh, we had a dropout. I'm like, I'm here. I love you saw that, but I flicked
2: this orange piece at the screen. We're pretty cool. Not bad. Not bad. That'll be one for the grand. It'll be a good gram-in. Um Well, damn, we just we just got – we just had a great – I feel like a good conversation.
1: Hey, so I bet on it.
2: Yeah. I would bet. I would. What would you bet on? Dude, dude, that is so awesome that that's like now an inside joke for the pod. I don't know. Just like it's just the segue into that read whenever we're talking about it's like, Billy, that's a good idea. I'd bet on it. I'd bet on it. I'd bet on that being a good idea. I would. I wish there was a prop bet. I wonder what the odds are that our conversation
1: was good and intriguing and kept people, in, kept people involved, you know?
2: Okay, I like that.
1: Um, but there's no shortage of, of action. Oh, sorry, almond in my throat. <laughs> Two seconds, going to take a drink, clear it out. Oh,
2: man, I'm hurting. There it is, man. Just want to say that that was an almond-related cough.
1: Almond-related cough, nothing else. There is no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back, with the NBA announcing its return in late July. Baseball is coming back in late July. MLS is back right now. Premier soccer, UFC, NASCAR, all resume play, and BetOnline has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devout gamblers to check out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus! Yeah. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering
2: experts. Boom. Nice read, Bill. Thank you. Very nice Ow.
3: read. What? Ow! Ah. Ow.
2: Oh, oh my god, no! It hurts. it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad! Ow!
0: Uh, oh, uh,
2: every fuck. time. So many times. Those are the screams
1: I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Boom. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks.
2: <laughs> multiple peaks? Multiple peaks. Am I jerking off while I'm shaving my balls? Or is he talking about shaving multiple, like, are you like a mountainscape into your pubes?
1: May, or giving it like my pubes a nice wave? Like I gotta, that's what I'm
2: saying. Yeah, exactly. You fade it in multiple peaks, or like you want like a geometric design. I don't know.
1: I don't. Well, you know what's really nice is they now have on the manscape three They have a roller on the front. Very so nice. You can roll and cut, and then also cut just like how you cut designs into a ball field.
2: Very nice. I do enjoy that. You can just I, go light, dark, light, dark, light, dark.
1: Oh yeah. Right now I have the I have the Mr. Red Legs handlebar mustache twenty fifteen All-Star Game logo above my pee.
2: <laughs> Damn, you got a turf management crew coming working for you. It's
1: great. And I can't thank Manscaped Enough or Scott's Lawn Care. They really well, take
2: care of me. It's a goddamn shame that we, uh, it, I'm glad that we have made the transition from a strictly audio podcast to the video and the audio. But <laughs> if we didn't have the video right now, I would just whip them out and show Bill my pubes, dude. I'm dealing with, I, I went down to like, it, it. the curtain matches the drapes, if you know what I'm saying. Let's just it's say looking, that. Curtain <laughs> matches drapes. Same, dude. I had uh, I had gotten a real quarantine bush going on, and just recently the other day in that very bathroom right there, into yeah. I, uh, I I sh- shed my pubes into that very toilet, wow. and uh, yes, exactly. So this is uh, like really a pretty killer manscape. Create. It's I'm sitting beautiful. here with far less uh, hair in my bush, and that's the toilet and the bathroom that I executed it with. The man, uh, the Manscape Lawnmower 2.0, which, by yeah. the way, if you guys want to hop on it and send me that 3.0,
1: yeah, I need a, I need a charger for my 2.0.
2: We're out here preaching the gospel of Manscape. I'm just saying, let a brother get that 3.0. Billy lost his fucking charger. Okay, so he's sitting over there in Bush City. I'm gonna have to bring my Manscape 2.0 charger over to the Divorce Porium 2.0. We're, we're fucking with too many 2.0s. We need that Manscape 3.0
1: so fucking true because tell me
2: what's going on with that 3.0 bill i mean like is it sick
1: it's so thick
2: and gross down there i call it bushfield
3: come on it's
2: it's the cardinals play now the cardinals are playing on top of billy's dick dude
1: i'm i'm so proud of that joke that's what we're dealing with it's so thick and gross i
2: call it bushfield come on love it love it come on does it get beautiful
1: does it get any better than that not sure I don't think so. Dude, their third generation trimmer features advanced skin safe technology to keep your bad boys nice and smooth.
2: Tight, tight. Uh,
1: they spent 18 months developing this new technology to put out the 3.0. Uh, also the battery lasts up to 90 minutes. So you can take <laughs> like you can take an hour and a half. <laughs> you could watch a show at Go Banani, The
2: amount of time uh,
3: it takes to you finish the
2: You can take an hour and a half, man. You can get a pair of tweezers and pull up each hair individually and just – You you can really treat yourself, man. 90-minute battery life with a 3.0. That's next level.
1: Dude, it's water-resistant.
2: So you can do it in the shower. Oh, take it in the shower.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You could really really piss off Andrew in there.
2: You could just trim it up and then just, like, leave it oh well rudick has got the 2.02 man and i will say this i saw his charging in the bathroom recently so i I can only imagine that the rude man's pubes are on clean right now which is very exciting
1: he's got a very lucky lady dude let's go ahead
2: and get that 3.0 sent to the nasty boys so we can get a little less nasty
1: also there's an led light built
2: in so you can
1: get
3: you can do it in the
0: dark
2: you can do it in the dark you can do it in the dark for an hour and a half manscaped Dude, here's the deal. Get
1: 20% off and free shipping with the code ARMCHAIR Armchair. at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. I'm so glad they got them back, but fucking give me the 3.0.
2: Yeah, let's get it, man. Billy is putting in work, okay? We're reading for you, man.
1: So much work. I'm exhausted. I don't know if I can even talk about the rats. I'm exhausted. Who am I kidding? I can do that.
2: Oh, get out of here.
1: Uh, the schedule came out since we recorded from last week. Very exciting because. The Extremely
2: thing, exciting.
1: The thing that we have stressed the most is that they need to get off to a hot start, unlike the past couple decades. So that's the big thing about that the Red Sea to do. And they have an opportunity. They have an opportunity because they have not one, not two, but. Their first fifteen games, they have six against the Tigers.
2: Oh, oh man, I know. So like, like, as on paper, that's excellent, right? Beautiful. But as we, but as we know, in the clubhouse, that that is, it's more pressure. I know. It's more pressure. Like in a sixty-game season, if we were opening up, I don't know. If we were opening up with. Just a a gnarly schedule if we were playing within our own division or if we were going up against the Twinkies or something. Like, that's a whole different ballgame.
1: It's a whole other ballgame. God, okay, sorry. Alicia just texted me this, and she said jalapeno or blueberry. And come on.
2: Oh, my God. Are you guys going to get a dog? Are you guys going to get a dog?
1: Babe, get up here. We're gonna talk about this. What kind of dogs are they? Sorry, real quick. They're beagles. She's horny for a beagle.
2: Beagles are really, really cute. They are so cute. I like
1: blueberries
3: spears better, I think.
2: Come here. All right, let's get you on here, let's first lady. The first lady, uh, what's going on? Freshly tested, looking fresh. Looking good as fuck. Looking super good. Okay, so. So, we're talking beagles?
3: I love beagles.
2: <laughs> jalapeno or blueberry?
3: Yeah. They're all named after, so when SAP, the Stray Animal Adoption Program does, um, if they have litters, they always theme the litters and name them after that. So, this litter is bagel themed. So, we've got jalapeno, c- cinnamon. That's jalapeno. And that's blueberry. Honestly, I think blueberry. I'm. Blueberry horny for jalapeno don't say horny for when you're talking about a puppy please dear god do not why not it's a cutie i'm pretty
2: bored. horny though
1: okay well you didn't even show me pumpernickel well, p- <laughs> no
2: nah, cinnamon go oh that sentence is so wholesome oh well come on you didn't even show me pumpernickel <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh wow so where would you guys say as a, as a couple, are you like, give me a percentage. If I were to go to like betonline.ag, what, what would, what percentage would you guys be of getting into the puppy game? I
0: don't know.
3: I mean, it doesn't look like coronavirus is going to end anytime soon. So why not? Yeah.
2: Okay, sorry. I just yeah. aforementioned, yeah. aforementioned professional Madden player, Andrew Rudick, uh, He's uh, lurking in the background. Dude, welcome to the visual uh, new Nasty Boys, baby. We got that video.
3: I'm out here grinding.
2: Yeah, he's grinding, man. We're talking, they're getting a new puppy.
3: Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. We're not super serious, but they are.
2: There's jalapeno. Hello, little jalapeno. Oh,
3: goodness.
2: And then, I mean, Come on.
3: The ear is... (laughs)
2: What would you guys name a puppy
3: um that's something we must discuss
2: sars 2. sars 2. pump secret pump secret baby pump uh, pump secret. all right I got my yogurt he, he's got his yogurt he's got his fuel <clears throat> back to your cave got a championship to win
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'd probably name my dog fuck 12. <laughs>
2: man it would be really interesting to see what you guys came up with a name
1: well, so both of our cats' middle names are LP and uh, Killer Mike for Run the Jewels. And then Vinny and Ezra, Ezra being her celebrity crush. Mine being St. Vincent, both music crushes. They're like our hall pass. But um, I didn't know that Annie Clark, St. Vincent, doesn't, doesn't want to play for my team. So
2: Damn it. You fucked up. We got that one. Well, Vinny is a good name for a cat, and Ezra.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it would have to be music. Would you? Oh yeah, it would go music. Oh, and Arrow was named after aerodynamics, which is her favorite song.
3: Not my. Well, it's a song off of, after my favorite, off of my favorite Daft Punk album. And his middle name was Yeats. Rip. (laughs) That's probably why he died. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um. So we'd have to stay with music, you yeah. know?
3: I would, I, if it's a, if it's a boy, I would love to name him Amadeus. If it was a girl, I would like to name her Mimi, but I know he's not. Mm-hmm. To
1: be there, uh, if it was a boy, I'm naming him Pitbull. I'm out of here. <laughs> if it's a
2: girl. Dude, I'm a named beagle him. named Pitbull, like, <laughs> after the musical artist is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you, what if you named your dog, like, Pitbull featuring the Black Eyed Peas. Wait,
3: that's the jo- that's the joke from um, from Big Mouth, like featuring Ludacris his pitbull. Yes, yes, yes,
2: yes. That yes, you're right. That is yeah.
3: where that's from.
2: Oh, that's so featuring good. Featuring
3: Ludacris. Oh, I'm taking a pee.
1: Yeah, sitting down. So I'm. I, I mean, I think Pitbull would be pretty
2: funny. Um,
1: well,
3: we're not adopting a dog now.
2: What? <laughs> I had a buddy in a high school who got a dog and named it Turtle.
3: That's funny. it's
2: pretty good <laughs> I that was pretty funny.
1: We could name the dog Two k and Sam. oh, my
2: god. oh man, dude, god, i did I didn't even consider how invested and excited I would be about you two potentially getting a dog. I know. <laughs> It, that would be huge i mean alicia you're right like if this is gonna be more of a long-term thing it would be a fun little uh you know time passer
3: yeah why not like we're gonna be locked down until 2021 so. and i work from home mostly me too i
1: don't know now would be the right time to set all the right behaviors and shit I don't know, and one of my coworkers has a beagle, and she's like, it's the best dog I've ever had. I've got two two beagles, they're the best dogs I've ever had.
2: Beagles are good little dogs.
1: Okay, now she's taunting me. Oh <laughs> no,
2: the smile on her in. face says it all. Mm-hmm. Jalapeno. Especially a beagle puppy.
1: Yeah. And oh, blueberry's cute too, but.
2: It's tough. Man. All right. The the dog saga.
3: The I dog-ga. know.
1: It, gosh, Jesus. Everyone's getting a puppy, so it's like oh. Ah. I I'm here's my thing. We have three litter boxes for our cats.
3: Yeah, we could teach the dog to use <laughs> <laughs> especially if it's a little beagle.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's
3: funny.
1: Well, I was That'd also just funny. gonna say he's got a fucking golden corral yeah, bag hungry. of cats. Yeah.
3: Bowie's oh. a treat is cat shit. Gross. My friend's dog, my friend Marty's dog, Bowie.
1: Calling that thing a dog isn't accurate. It is a rodent. It is a chihuahua.
3: It is this fucking big. He's, uh, he's so cute. But Marty said his favorite delicacy is cat shit. Loves it. Anytime he takes Bowie to a house where they have a cat, he gets in the litter box right away. He like sniffs it out and then goes... <laughs>
2: oh god dogs are so gnarly yeah Yeah. but so are cats i mean my little cat down uh i was in lexington last week and my little cat is an outdoor cat indoor cat and it's like pretty rural outside of my house so he just goes out and it just like enters the food chain and just wreaks havoc he brought a fucking squirrel up, you know, because they like bring offerings to their masters or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he brought a fucking squirrel up to our, and then, so we threw it, and then later he found it, and we saw him. He was just eating it, eating that
3: motherfucker. Oh.
2: Just ate its head. meat, well, Like a little tiger.
1: Well, also that cat he befriended a raccoon and now lives on that porch.
2: Yeah, sweet Bill, man, you were in the elite fraternity of people who got to meet the raccoons.
1: So cool. I'm the 1%. Dude, they came
2: back. They came back. We were sitting there, and uh, yeah, I didn't put it on, putting on IG or anything, but uh, yeah, they came back. You just throw a little piece of bread, they grab them with their little hands, run off. Cute little burglars. I know it.
1: So, all right, we're going to talk about Facebook
2: much love first lady
1: please all right before i got distracted by a cute fucking dog two two cute dogs
2: two cute dogs
1: we were talking about the hot start. you've got three four five six of your first two four six eight ten games against the tigers yeah that's huge.
2: They're a bad they're a bad team. So I mean, but like I would, what I was saying, I mean every, obviously the pressure is on in every single game.) <laughs> I mean, there would be pressure inherent in every single game, and obviously we'd be sweating it if we were matched up and we had to play the Yankees six fucking times in 10 games. But right. still, like, if there's another level of pressure. Because how many times do we play them in the first ten? Six. Six. I mean, so you're thinking five and one. Yeah. Four and two, at, or a failure.
1: Or exactly.
2: Four We're and better. two, or it's a failure, and a, a, essentially like a six-game series. What is it? A three and a three?
1: Yeah. So Brable I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, you need to almost sweep one of them. Have to. Yeah, and and that's just like as a fan who is frothing at the mouth, and with the potential of our lineup and the depth, and how everything with this crazy fucking 2020 season seems to line up with the Reds. Yeah, we we gotta go. We gotta go six and one against them.
1: Oh yeah, or, yeah, or five. five yeah. yeah. Well, think about this too. Like, think about how Juice Castellanos is going to be going back and playing against the tigers for the first yeah i think it's his first time returning to comerica like he's just great
2: yeah and he He will go he will go ham
1: it's going to be beautiful um but dude so you follow that and you also have three against the cubs smashed in there which Which is
2: so exciting i mean that's just like an old (laughs) rivalry
1: no you have four against the cubs in that first week and they are all at home. Beautiful, okay. Yeah. And we played the Cubs very well last year. What do we do? Yeah. Only get better. Um, and then we go into August. The first two, the first two games of August are against the Tigers, and then at home against Cleveland. We play two against Cleveland at home, and then you follow that by two games with Cleveland away. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if there's a split there. Yeah. The Cleveland is going to be a very good team, and then you follow it up with Milwaukee. That's a little bit of a stretch. That's like – those are going to be fun-ass games to watch.
2: Yeah, I know. God, I'm so ex- – every game we watch is going to be so high energy. Like, we're going to be so hyped the entire game.
1: The, and then, dude, here's where it gets – then you get a soft landing. Two against KC and then four against Pittsburgh, all of those at home. That's –
2: Please. <laughs> sleep in your sleep in your own bed.
1: Wake up knowing you're playing two of the worst teams in all of baseball. Yeah. Oh, isn't that just something? And then you Not follow bad. that up by going for two at KC, and then you got a four spot it in St. Louis, and that four spot in St. Louis is what's going to, I think, will probably make and break.
2: It will be the big swing of the season. Yeah.
1: Fuck! I mean, you're immediately you're immediately looking at play like like we've said before. It's a sprint, but once you get to that that last week, the last two weeks of August, you have to have zero kinks. You have to know that not just every game, but every out matters.
2: And it's going and like rarely do major league baseball teams ever do that. If even if you go on to win the World Series, you don't do that in the first. I mean, look at the Nationals last year. Right. They weren't even in the playoff picture at the All-Star break.
1: Even like the last month of the ball season, you're not fretting until three weeks out. Mm -mm. But this is so different because we're all so fucking tight-knit and bunched. Like there's just, you know, look at all the projections. Everywhere says that the division will be decided by a game. One game. One game. Three teams tied
2: Every,
3: so every, loss,
2: every loss is going to hurt and every win is going to be exciting as fuck. Mm. So after that, I'll just read the rest of August.
1: Um, after that four spot against St. Louis, we go to Milwaukee for four. And then we got three against the Cubs at home. And then the end of the month, you've got St. Louis at home. But dude, man, it doesn't seem crazy the more and more you look at it. And you could potentially have a World Series preview, not being crazy. Adam Bass said it too, and I'm with him. The last series of the year is at Minnesota. Minnesota is going to be very good.
2: Yeah, they're going to be really good.
1: White Sox are interesting. And people, I think people are overhyped on them. They're still young. And it, they probably, you know, when you've got a bunch of young guys that need to figure out their routine, and then you throw this at them. I'm just – and you have so many – players including a brand new catcher you brought in who's a who's a constant professional in, in jizz money grundle but like you know he still hasn't really worked with the staff you know what i mean and it's a young staff like with this giolito and then they brought in keichel um copatch like copatch whatever you're working yeah. with young guns, so like i don't know if i buy them getting off to that hot start or whatever but we, again we just don't fucking no, because it's 60 games
2: so here's a here's a thing that i've heard people talk about and i think it's a very interesting thing you talk about the young guys and the routine the routine like covid is will get some teams into trouble Correct. you know what i'm saying like like two if somebody fucks up and gets it that's two weeks off i mean depending on when that happens in the season that could literally fuck an entire season that right 15 games so the absolute studs are going to like the one the ones who before all this were top notch off the field too they will take every precaution right so the young kids who want to be stars the big thing that they don't have is a family and the families are the fucking variables yeah mike trout will only live between his house and the stadium or on a, you know like that's all he'll be but you know His wife, his kid, his kid goes to daycare, maybe his wife goes out for drinks, you know, like, it's just a web of how it could all go down. So these young, these young kids with no families, who their only thing, they just need to lock it in for two months, where you just play baseball and then go to a hotel and get carry out food and work out in the gym and play video games. Like, those are the people who might be, you know, that's just an interesting thought.
1: It's crazy you bring up Mike Trout because he's still not decided if his wife could pop and have their first kid any minute.
2: There's so many stars that are about to have a baby. Garrett Cole, too.
1: Yeah. Well, he's going to play. I mean, that money is – I mean, he's – Oh, good. yeah, for sure. I mean, this is his dream was always to play – his dream was to play for the Yankees. Yeah. So, he's playing. Um, but, with, I mean, if Trout – like, think about it. His wife has that baby – they're two weeks into the season like if he hangs it up that team is done there's just no yeah. way you lose the best player in baseball um I understand they added Rendon and Shohei is going back to the starting rotation and Mike Trout is still unsure if he's even going to play I, I just don't I don't know but but you're absolutely right and that's and not even just that like you know we've lost Mike Lee, Tyson Ross um the big one from last week was um um, oh, my God. Brain fart. Uh, Ian Desmond. We yeah. lost Ian Desmond. Um, so, and and David Price is out. I mean, the David Yankees Price. were banking on him being an anchor, or the Dodgers were banking on him being an ace in that rotate, like being a solid three. Yeah. Or two. They had a replace for you. I mean, like, that's crazy. I mean, well, not two, but three I'm right there because it's, yeah but that's so still you know. it's a big fucking deal and so, then yeah. we've
2: got and then we were talking about it before we started recording the potential of you know a team starts off ice cold and uh you know in the first 20 games they start off and go 7 and 13 or 6 and 14 and they are considerable you know they think that they're pretty much out of the race yeah and the star on that team who's making $30 million or, you know, potential to make $30 million a year and his future is going to be like, Juan Soto will be like, I think I'm going to opt out. Yeah. I'll sit the fuck out. I'll sit this one out. Why? I mean, we're going to lose. We're, we're 25 games under 500.
1: Yeah. I mean, we do and, pro- and
2: then that's like a weird situation, like where it's like a replacement league where you're going to have like, you know, some fully staffed Dodgers team playing some the San Francisco Giants where Trevor Gott's playing shortstop. It's going you know, <laughs> it's like, it's to be fucking wild. It'll get ugly.
1: And I think that will happen. I mean, like, look at the Rockies. If they're out of it from the rip, I could see Arenado being like, all right, well, I'm going to sit out the rest of the season. Also, I'm opting out of my contract, and I'm going to sign with whoever the fuck I want. Yeah. I mean, there's so many variables, and there's a lot of people that might do that. I don't doubt it. I really don't and not even in thinking about people getting sick for two weeks too i mean that's just so that's a huge variable I, and it's and so it's even hard to think like who will be good like we can look at yeah. it on paper we've been doing it for since fucking october yeah you know what i mean every week just being like and knowing that you know with 162 that gives enough time for players to play out and let let the the cream rise to the top if you will but that's not gonna happen. That's just not gonna happen this year. So I, I just think the Reds have the best shot on anybody, and they were even talking about it on MLB network. Like the Reds middle relief is going to give them an advantage. It's good. It's good. Signing stroke, fucking, and you can you could even you can go all the way down and be like Sal Romano could pitch two innings.
2: Absolutely.
1: You've got Tyler Malley, who's your sixth starter, who could go out and throw three innings. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it doesn't, when you think about it, it just doesn't. And then
2: the and the complete X factor. Right.
1: The double, the double switch machine. Like you can yeah. put it anywhere. I, I mean, it's just all, the more and more Exciting. I think about it, the more and more I'm like, we're more stacked compared to like the Cubs. Any like they the pitching. They're, I mean, the, just because Kimbrel, the Kimbrel's at the back end of their, of their bullpen, but Kimbrel. Mind you, did not have a good year last year.
2: No, pedestrian.
1: So, you're, you're gonna have him lockdown down game? Okay, but I, I can give you a nice, a nice <laughs> plethora of options. I hope Ryzel has his fucking head above his shoulders this year. I mean,
2: I, Ryzel and Stroop, if they're both on, that's so nasty.
1: Oh, and don't forget about Amir being able to lock you down with that slime. Amir
2: Garrett. I know. And it, then, uh, what's his name, uh, Bukel. He's he's a goatee guy. Kunal, Kunal,
1: I like Kunal a lot. He's he's same body shape, you know.
2: Yeah, big, exactly. Big
1: fan of that. Big fan he of goes the Goes out there and the lets reason.
2: it rip, man. I don't know. It's uh, it's hard not to be optimistic, but it feels weird to be optimistic about anything right like
1: now. Here's what's also going to make you feel more optimistic. The Reds have are traveling the fifth least in all of baseball. They only have to yeah. travel four thousand six hundred twenty-six miles. Number one on that list, just to give you some perspective, the Rangers with fourteen thousand seven hundred six.
2: What an acute disadvantage!
1: It's beautiful. Well, that's—I mean, if you—the list, the top of the list, except for the Rockies, all AL West because yeah, of course, from Dallas,
2: Houston, Seattle.
1: Seattle exactly Seattle and fucking Oakland like and middle of nowhere right it's a nightmare so everywhere on the west it's kind of nuts like every west coast team except for the Marlins is traveling and the Rays are traveling 10,000 plus miles
2: yeah that's huge I mean, like, five times the amount, almost. Four times.
1: Nuts. Last yeah, I mean, we're
2: just popping around to fucking Michigan. We're staying in the state a lot of the time.
1: Yeah. Michigan, Ill- Mich- Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois. Illinois.
2: Ohio. Missouri, Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah. yeah. Not bad at all.
2: No, dude. we've We've driven to all of those states to do comedy. Exactly. Yeah, it's nothing. Nothing whatsoever.
1: Oh, so that is a great advantage too. So I don't know. I mean, and who knows what can happen to the trade I mean, there's just so many options. And also thinking like what if, you know, Lodolo looks good at Prosco at the Prosco Park, and he gets called up halfway through the season.
2: And you just bet on him to just go fucking crazy for 20 games. Right. Because that happens. Dudes, like, hot prospects, that just comes up. I mean, it happened with Jay Bruce. It happens. People come up and just lose their mind for two weeks. But in a 60-game season, that could be the difference between, you know, a lot. Exactly. So many variables. I love it, man. Like, as much as I wish we could have just had a normal summer and carried on, like, as far as baseball is concerned, obviously it was bungled and we could have gotten a whole lot more games but just pre- presented with the cake that we are given, it's a pretty tasty cake.
1: It's really like, tasty. It's,
2: it's, it's exciting, man. There's so yeah. many things that could go down, so many little angles that could go down. Like, I, I can't wait.
1: It is, It is this baseball season is the definition of fudgy the whale. Someone shows up with you, you're like, really, a fudgy the whale? And then you're like, well, I guess this is the only dessert we have i guess and you start eating you're like well it's pretty good you know it's fine." Yeah. and then you get through that that crust and everything and you're like you know what this is pretty good would i have chosen it absolutely not but will i still eat it Mm-hmm. 100 all of
2: it and i'll be satisfied and look forward to it
1: yeah it's going to no, be awesome and satisfied and looking forward to it uh the 2021 schedule came out
2: 2021 mm-hmm Figured,
1: well, we've got all these scheduling people in the room. Might as well fucking knock out next year.
2: Put them to work.
1: Yeah. So um, some highlights: middle of June, San Diego, or like the second week of second or third week of June. Jake's birthday, going out to San Diego. The Reds are playing in, at Petco.
3: Can't miss. very
1: nice. Um, can't miss that. And then that follow. And then they're um. My birthday there in Denver which is just so exciting for all the people who are listening. Um, But some fun matchups that are coming up from that. Um, We will be playing the Central, duh. Um, I'm just looking at it perusing really quick. So, yeah, we're playing the AL Central again. So, it's basically just an extended version of this year.
2: Yeah, it looks like it.
1: So it's nice. We'll all be accustomed to that, you know. We'll
2: get to know each other. It'll just be like a big giant spring training, right? A full simulated season.
3: Mm.
1: But it's pretty cool, man. I'm excited. I I can't wait. And then uh, the one thing that got me the most excited so far watching these interleague games and watching shit was um, Castiano's just taking Disco and Bowers
2: yard yard yard. No doubters
1: like yeah. the one he had off bauer was left field and the one he had off disco was right field I mean seeing that you're like oh fuck this park is made for this guy
2: I'm so excited for Castellanos
1: I mean, our wishes like we wished over the whole winter like just sign Castellanos just yeah it.
2: and he's gonna just spray doubles and dingers everywhere
1: um he,
2: then um, Moustakis, and then apparently Senzel, 100% clean bill of health. Yeah. Akiyama has just been trying out the entire, you know, just working out the entire uh, guy. Gino, 100% clean bill of health. And I mean, then we got the elder statesman, Joseph Daniel, you know, just coming back and he doesn't have to do everything. Are you
1: worried? Are you worried about Joey?
2: Of course I am, man. <laughs> okay. Of course I am. But, but like, ride or die, you yep. know? I believe that if he is out there shitting the fucking bed for the first 15 games, I'm sure that he's had the conversation with Bell. I'm sure he's already had that conversation with Bell. Because yeah. Joey, I mean, when he signed and got all the money, he was like, if I don't perform, I'll give it back. Which, right. Which, you know, I don't really believe him, and I don't think he should. But, like, the fact that he said it to the people... Like he's of the mindset, he wants to win a World Series in the in a Reds uniform. Yep. And and if, if he's a good, he's enough of a leader, and I think he's enough of a man that if he is out there and he's shitting the bed, he's not gonna like have some huge stink, you know?
1: No, they'll drop they'll drop him in the lineup and they'll he'll rotate him play, out
2: first. Or or he'll play first base and get DH'd for. He's a great I, defensive first baseman. You know, like just have him just play first base and just DH Castellanos, you know, like
3: who cares? Right.
1: So, and what was also interesting is Castellanos came out and he said, I didn't sign in the National League to just be a hitter. So he wants to play in the field. And I get that. And hopefully his defense is is improved this year. And maybe that's something he's worked on. So, fuck, it's exciting.
2: So much, dude. So much. So I, I know, think. the podcast will, like, can you imagine, like, the rapid-fire podcast of, like, so many games in between each podcast? Like, each week, will have a completely different look on the season.
1: Yeah. We have 15 days. Fuck, dude, I'm so, ex- I am so excited. Like, I've been trying to contain my excitement and be like, yeah, it's not going to happen. But we're like 15 days. And it's two weeks be, out, man. Two weeks. Um, does this worry you at all? I mean, the, the fucking the Cardinals and one other team had to shut down for a day and be like, hey, we didn't get our tests in time. That happened at the beginning of this week. Like, we didn't get our tests in time from the 4th of July weekend. Like, we just deemed it unsafe. We can't test players today. Does that scare you at all? like is that of course man that can happen again in the future and be like oh we're just out now there's no baseball
2: there's no telling what could happen man i mean that's it of course it's like cautious cautious optimism but two weeks out there's reason to think that it's a go you know yeah you know what is also like i don't know you just have to keep the uh you just got to keep to try to kind of set yourself up for a letdown or build yourself up for the excitement of it. Like we could start the season and 15 games in, they just nix it. Yeah. That is, that's as feasible as them canceling March madness. Yeah. You know, like we're, we're living in a world where it's like, we don't, we don't know what could come next. Right, you know, not trying to be all spooky and everything, but you I'm just saying, you're like, being realistic. The, yeah, yeah, the precedent has been set. But like, who knows what could happen?
1: Yeah, I mean, look at, um, I mean, look what happened to the the Nashville MLS team.
2: Yeah. Five
1: guys got, and they they had a, they were like, you're you're out of the tournament. You got to go. You yeah. got to get out of the bubble. And same with FC Dallas. They're like, hey, you, nope, you're out of here. Get out of here. Scram. So it could happen, and I, 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 you know, and we'll see. And what's nice is that we aren't. MLB isn't in the bubble you know like as much as we talked about Arizona like we should just get to work get going like let's play and then they had a spike imagine how bad that would have been with every player in Major League Baseball in Arizona right Florida
2: yeah Florida
1: yikes so I mean it it did make sense to wait and like do this plan and and I hope it works out but it'll be nice to see what happens with MLS and what will happen with the NBA being in those bubbles. And the sport that has done it the best, professional cornhole. <laughs> Have you watched any of it? That's how bored I've been. Have you watched any professional cornhole? No, man. Six feet apart, they're all wearing masks, just hurling their own backs.
2: Just making that TV money for the first time in a while. Ever.
1: Oh, here's the, here's the TV money. You know, teams of two. Here's how much, if they win the tournament, here's how much they make. 25 grand. <laughs> 25 grand. And you have to go, I don't know if I would have the balls to say it in public, I am a professional cornhole player. Professional
2: cornhole.
1: I'm a professional cornholer. Oh, so who have you worked with? I mean, uh, how, are
2: the, <laughs> how are the scenes going? You're like, no, 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 no. Bag. the bag. Like, bag tosser. Mm. I inherited Gosh. some cornhole bags out in my garage from whoever lived here before. I can bring them over. And, I mean, if it's a socially distanced thing, you don't okay. even use the other people's bags. It's pretty smart. I'm just saying, maybe we can convince the leash dog to play some cornhole.
1: I'm into that. And I got to get some new clubs. But...
2: Dude, we got to golf. Yeah.
1: You know what? I got to write that down. You just gave me. I'm going to shit on professional cornholers. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs>
2: Okay, there you go.
1: You've given me a a topic now.
2: Billy can write tonight.
1: Yes, I can. Uh, and I just got
2: to go through notes. I just got to do it.
1: Um, let's. Uh, look, we're excited. It's gonna happen. We're
2: excited, baby. We're, there's a lot to look forward to, and in two weeks, in two episodes, three. Yeah, two, two, two episodes. more episodes. Two more episodes until we're talking about baseball games that happened
1: happen the next day. Like we'll be watching, we'll be we, we'll be sitting here watching professional baseball on our television because there's a doubleheader that day. And then the next day at 6:10 the Reds play the Tigers at home on MLB Network.
2: God damn, can't wait, baby. Oh, me either.
1: Well, let's round third and a half for home.
2: Shall we? Um, we sure. what do you um what do you got? I got nothing.
1: Uh we we'll, I'll have more news next week.
2: Yeah, more um, news, baby. Just pod-heavy stuff and, uh, you Well, know. I might as
1: well plug this now, then, since I have the date. Where is it? Um, there's the date. Come on, two seconds. I have it. We were talking for a minute. We we're talking shit about people not wearing masks. Um, here we go. Saturday, uh, uh, August 8th. I will be in Rockfield, Kentucky. Oh, fuck yeah. So if you live in Rockfield and you're, that's Reds Nation, you're in it. (laughs) Yeah. I will be featuring for the one and only Ricky Glor and Zach Wykopf will be opening up the show. So that's a great show. That's awesome, man. It's a great show. So, um, and then hopefully we'll have some more news in the future about local stuff. And I'm working on some kind of outdoor show locally. So.
2: Yeah, dude. We're trying to get it going, man. What do you got? Nothing, man. I'm uh, going to do the Village Tavern tonight. I will report back and talk about that on the pod next week. Other than that, I mean, as far as performance, nothing, dog. Just, uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing on the books. I'm emailing my bookers, but, you know, who knows? Who knows when? We'll see what happens.
1: Uh, Make sure to give Hannah Rochline all of my love.
2: Sounds good. I will.
1: She needs to be on here because she's an avid Yankees fan. For sure. So, we need to talk about that. And um, yeah, thanks to Armchair for being the best. Thanks to Bet Online for being our flagship betting sponsor and our new and
2: old sponsor, Manscape. Manscaped, baby. Getting them balls right. So,
1: cool. Well, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you in a minute and all that good stuff. And uh, as always, go red legs,
2: stay nasty